0: everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where we are back and forth to Paris, and we are eagerly awaiting our Hanukkah Unity event on December 9th. Merci is all I have to say. Merci, croissant, macaroon, that's basically all my French. Oh, it's good times, folks. Good times. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nahum's live lunch. And so it seems, Nahum announced this morning on JM and AM that he has a number of segments that he would like to discuss with me on the air during the live lunch. If any of you remember Busgate, um, which is how, yes, Avrami is nodding. He remembers, which is what we refer to, is how we refer to, I should say, um, yeah, Rami, you can put your mic on. I think I named it. <laughs> you did? Good morning to you. Boca-tose. Uh Yes, Busgate was the episode in which, um, Nahum on the tarmac. <laughs> all right, you know, you can't laugh in advance of me reminding everyone. Um, when we, after we landed with Nefesh Benefesh over the summer and I was taking pictures of the Olim and, um, and involved in all of the... The excitement on the tarmac as soon as we had landed, Nahum boarded the bus and proceeded to let the bus go away so that I then had to run after the bus down the tarmac in a classic Miriam Wallach fashion. So we had a little, um, how shall I say, discussion on the air about that a couple of weeks later, which a Rummy dubbed Busgate. And um, it got a it got a mixed review. I told you about that, right? Either Some people thought it was hysterical. And we got a wonderful comment on the app. That day, which said, this is why I cannot listen to the Nachum Siegel Network in the middle of the day, because he couldn't get any work done, um, which we took as a major compliment. And then there were a, a couple of women who were offended, offended and I said, I'm like, why would you be offended? I did not hold my own. I totally held my own, but whatever. It was uh, it was a good time. So it's- Wait, upset
1: at, at you no. or at Nahum? Why
0: would they be upset at me? I
1: don't know. You don't know Thank you. people's That's reactions. I don't know. That's
0: true. People do get upset with me. That is true. <laughs> um, but no, in this case, they didn't feel that Nahum acted in a team leader kind of a way. And um, and I really, you know, I appreciate people looking out for me, but frankly, I can hold my own. Um, but it's all right. It was it was good. And, and we always appreciate when listeners give us feedback, because that means that you are listening and you are paying attention and you take it personally, which we appreciate. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day to tune in. If you are a returning listener, thanks, as always, for making us part of your day. Follow us on Twitter. Nahum Siegel Net. Also Miriam L. Wallach. Also one word. Shout out to Yoni Pollack. Yoni Pollock subbed in for me last week on That's Life as I was um in the air literally as the show was going on Yoni had a gr- I'm g- sorry guys it's a, it's a it's a baseball reference if you're if you're not a baseball fan you can google baseball this later I use Google Translate now all the time everything from French to English and let me just tell you, certain things really do get lost in translation. But anyway, my thanks to Yoni Pollock. He had a wonderful warm up in the bullpen. He pitched solid three innings. He got credit for the win. Last week was a great show. It really was. I enjoyed listening to it. Um, and and I'm a tough I'm a tough cookie. So I really Yoni, I want to thank you. And um, be careful because now that I know that you're available, and well, frankly, you work for us. You may have to sub more often. So. Props to that. And by the way, um, if you did not already show your support of Yoni and his subbing in last week, you should do so. Send me an email, Miriam at NahumSiegel.com or Yoni, Yoni at NahumSiegel.com. Tell us what you thought. But Yoni, I definitely, definitely appreciated it. Yesterday, folks, was Red Lipstick Day, which is not necessarily a a deliberate or uh, overt segue into our guest, but it definitely helped. It was also Veterans Day. And a shout out to my father. Um, My grandfather, I would shout out, but he is no longer with us. Shout out to my dad, who is a U.S. vet. I thank you for your service, Daddy. National Redheads Day is today, which is a shout out to a number of Wallach children. Shout out to you ladies. It is Fancy Rat and Mouse Day. Uh, What's with the M&Ms? This red M&Ms?
1: Yeah, red M&Ms. Those are
0: orange. This is red. No, I'm very red. sorry. Right. If Remy could see what was what was going on right now, she would also agree with me. Um, it's also World Pneumonia Day. And tomorrow, uh, Remy, I don't know how we celebrate World Pneumonia Day. I really don't. I am a little under the weather. Yeah, I know. You're a little bit um, throaty kind of something. And Mark Zamek is battling laryngitis. So whatever you guys got, keep it to yourselves. And it's World Kindness Day tomorrow. According to my listing, there is no conflicting national holiday tomorrow with World Kindness Day, which means that the only thing we have to do to be mckayim in the midst of it tomorrow is just be nice to somebody. What are the chances of that, of Rummy? Yeah, I know. I'm doubtful also. But that's okay. Let's do a fortune cookie, and then let's get to Frummi Taubenfeld. Frummi Taubenfeld is a stylist. She's a personal shopper. She's a wardrobe consultant. And she is a fashion lover, and I look forward to speaking to her, not only because we're going to talk about Paris and we're going to talk about clothes, and frankly, this might be the girliest conversation I've ever had. But, <laughs> good morning for me. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I thank God. I'm fine. I, thank you for joining me on the program. Folks, I just thank want to read for the fortune. Me. Oh, my pleasure. I want to read the fortune. of are you ready for this? Jamie, this, this one's for you. teachers open the door, but you must enter it by yourself. Ooh. Right, exactly. Something about horses and water and something. But for me, I think that that, um, this fortune actually very much applies to you, because you as a stylist can bring people fashion, but you can't force it on them necessarily. They have to buy into it. Is that correct?
1: A hundred percent. Everyone has to feel comfortable and good in what they like to wear, and I can guide them, but I can't personally force anything on them. They have to feel good about it, so
0: definitely as a person who has worked with a stylist and that was um it, totally predating you because you are young and wonderful but I have not yet worked with you and I, I look forward to working with you but the sti- so but here is here's a little funny of an anecdote when I first started out um both in tv and radio my aunt who god mm-hmm. bless her is a um an image consultant Cool. Yeah, she it's, she is pretty cool. She said to me, after I sent her a couple of TV clips of segments I had done, she said to me, you need a stylist. If you had style, you wouldn't, but you don't, so you do. And that, I know, she's, she's amazing. She's so sweet. Yeah, she's, she hits home. She's amazing. Um, so after that moment, I got myself a stylist, and I worked with somebody for a while. And I'll tell Ooh. you, that this I appreciated afterwards the psychology that goes into being a stylist. Because you have somebody who is set in their ways and for mm-hmm. me, for me, Gap and Target were the epitome of style and fashion. So <laughs> there was a lot of education that needed to be done. We, we
1: could don't incorporate Gap and Target. There's cool stuff in there. There
0: certainly, there certainly are, but not necessarily to wear on Fox. But um, yeah. right, I hear that that was a problem. Okay, yeah. I am, I am, I am asking him that that was an issue. But um, but nevertheless, I appreciated all of the psychology that goes into working with a person who is set in their ways, who mm-hmm. sees themselves as a certain. Um, in a certain image, and then trying to transform that. How much of what you do is in the presentation to the client about how they should approach themselves? Can you repeat the question, eyes? Yes. By? No, 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 it's fine. Let's talk for a second about the psychology that goes into changing a person's image about themselves. Oh,
1: well, what I have, what you have to do is really, you know, what I do generally is I ask them where they usually shop and what they usually like to wear, and if they gravitate more towards dresses or skirts or the tops and stuff like that, and the colors. And I try to work with them, and then I try to just, you know, put a little, add a little pizzazz, add a little this, add a little that, so, so they don't have to, okay... I I try to make them feel like they could walk out of their comfort zone a little bit, Mm. but really just stay within what they feel comfortable in. So if someone likes to generally wear only black, so I try to incorporate maybe um, trendier, edgier pieces to what, you know, they generally wear. And if they feel comfortable in that, I think that they could really update their wardrobe like that
0: so it's basically like you're a weight watchers diet counselor you want to give them you want to give them the certain things that make them feel comfortable but you're going to change them slowly so that the changes in their life make a good impression on them and and they feel good about it but they still are within that comfort zone
1: yeah i don't like pushing any of my style of what i like onto anyone because that's me and it may not be them so i like to give ideas and i like to just see where they're they're holding and then maybe i'll go it's like a collaboration mm. you know what i mean yeah. i if I want to work with them they want to work with me and we work together and i only want them to feel comfortable so i give them suggestions and they can go with it or if they tell me i don't feel comfortable in that then we go in a different direction
0: and i noticed um between all the 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 news pieces and the articles that have come out recently about how dressing modestly mm-hmm. is um, is is no longer something we have to be embarrassed about, or that right. we are we are dressing either in a schlumpy man, manner or yeah. a dowdy manner. But right. now it's actually current; it's what's being seen now. Yes, which I think is amazing, and I think it's such a kiddush Hashem, and um, I think it definitely gives
1: everyone um, the opportunity to really go out and um, dress comfortably and not feel like, oh, I'm so perform, I'm so dowdy, I'm so, like, you know, nubby or whatever. Really, they can really capitalize on it and see even through the fashion magazines. And even now in the fashion world, with all these up and coming from Orthodox Jewish designers, that um, it, it really can um, can be great with what you can do now with, um, with fashion.
0: It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And the, and the different kinds of um, clothing that's available to women mm-hmm. and, and to yes. girls. I know that at shopping as a kid, finding the right skirt was the biggest yes. pain in the, the neck.
1: The midi skirt, which is basically the, a skirt that comes in between your knee and your, your ankle, it's mid calf, is the most popular skirt out there now. You find them everywhere in any high end designer store, all the way down to, you know, any regular store. It doesn't matter. That is the most in thing also you know even covering your collarbone that's very in or layering that's very in all these things that we used to shy away from because we felt like oh my gosh we look so nerdy and we're so like you know modest looking is now very very in and current in what you're supposed to do and it's interesting that when people aren't covered they're looked upon as like oh you you know it's not right. nice it doesn't look good so it's- I, I'm very excited and appreciative
0: of it. Absolutely. Frumi Taubenfeld is a stylist. She's a personal shopper. <laughs> so you can find her on Instagram, Frommi Taubenfeld. That's F R U M E E, Taubenfeld. That's all one word. That she's on Instagram. You can also email her. And F- Facebook. And, oh, you're also on Facebook at the same I name? I am. Excellent. Yes. And F uh, Pelcovitz, P E L C O V I T Z, at gmail.com is how you reach her. Frumi, let me ask you a question. There's mm-hmm. um there's so when you said before about it looking like inappropriate and that's you're you're like only sh- you're, it's almost like somebody is showing too much. Uh-huh. I had the most interesting experience uh, a little while ago where uh-huh. I was getting a dress altered and adding on fabric, you know, which okay. is what a lot of from women do. Sure. And sure. I didn't know how much to add or not, and the woman said to me the the, the seamstress said to me Without making me feel old, which I really appreciated, um, she said to me, "You know, a woman who's turning forty, it's it is classier to cover right. more than to have than than the than the knee jerk reaction, which is to right. feel young by covering less." What do you think about that?
1: I think that that is fabulous and amazing, and something similar just happened with my mother. She was also going shopping, and she was in a department store, and, um, you know, a shopper was helping her, and she was gravitating also towards maybe things that would make her look younger or whatever, Mm -hmm. and the shopper said, no, you need to, you know, look your age, but not in a you know, an old looking way, you have, you know, to, to cover your knee fully and to wear even below your knee, like, you know, midi is much classier, much more updated and more modern and using like those words, obviously got my mom into like, oh, okay, more modern and updated. (laughs) So I'm going to do it where, you know, maybe a few years ago, it would have been like the shorter, the better where it's really not the case now and I think that's amazing, especially for, you know, younger girls, you know, in high school and all that, um, who maybe think like, oh, shorter this, shorter that, but really no, it's the opposite. So I think it's awesome.
0: Right. It's so much easier to shop for my girls and mm-hmm. to not fight with them in the morning when they just get dressed and it's the longer the better. Or the Right. It's it's a breath of fresh air. And I and I wonder with you know, with you with having your your finger on the pulse of fashion, both secular and from, like, what? how long is this trend going to last? I mean, are we lucking out for a while, or you already say, nah, next season we're already dead?
1: No, no, I think this is a here-to-stay for sure. There may be some updated um, versions of it, but I really don't see, you know, I feel like I see it, and my parents tell me, and this one tells me, that fashion is always, like, um, reinventing themselves that's what everyone says and the 70s let's say is a very very in with suede and Ugh. with fringe and this and that so and I always hear my mother say oh my gosh I had this that, <laughs> you know right. You know, I'm not trying to date her either but you know right um so I really feel that this is definitely here to say I don't see like midi mini mini stuff or sleeveless stuff or tacky stuff coming Back in. If it does, I think it would just be in a more modern way where it's more elegant and more classy and chicer and, um, Definitely more Tanisha, so no, I think this is definitely here to stay. Hopefully, well, but I, I think
0: so. That is that is actually very reassuring, not only as a parent but as a woman in the business world, where I'm constantly walking into meetings, both mm-hmm. both filled with secular individuals and mm-hmm. and filled with you know from individuals, and the balance between keeping my femininity and making sure that I am staying within my comfort zone and Halakha and then Mm -hmm. walking in and still having a presence. You know, when I was when I was younger, it was women in the pantsuit, women in a pantsuit, women in a pantsuit. But now being able to walk in in a skirt and being comfortable and being covered is such a source of strength that I really feel you know, that from and fabulous and fashionable, sorry to, you know, be totally alliterative, but from and fashionable and fabulous is not too hard to obtain. No, it's not. And also, fashion is about also having fun.
1: So, yes, you could come in in a skirt and top, you know, in a suit, let's say, but you could have fun with playing with colors or mixing textures and mixing proportions. That's what it's really all about. So it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to just come in in a gross suit or a dowdy suit or a nerdy suit. It could be like, no, I could come in with a cool tweed jacket and a great full skirt and a button-down shirt. That's really chic and feminine and cool and um, appropriate.
0: Are there times when less color is called for? Like, how do you know when you're walking into shul whether yeah. or not what you're wearing is really a little bit too much or just enough?
1: Um, I think it really depends on everyone's personal like style, but um, I personally am not the biggest um, bold color girl out there. If I'm wearing, if I want to wear a, a very cherry red something, I would probably wear that as a hat, let's say, or wear that as a, in, in a scarf. But other people, I, I think you have to do what's, what's good for you and what you feel comfortable in. So um, personally for me, I wouldn't go in and let's say a very big hot pink dress, but if I do, it would probably also have to be like, an appropriate like proportion mm-hmm. or appropriate like um, length. I'm not going to come in in a short little boom hot pink dress, and that's <laughs> all you're going to see in like black tights. You know, that's right. like a little too much. Um so I think you just have to play around if I'm going to wear that then I'll probably wear a hot pink skirt but with like a white top or a cream top to sort of balance it out you know what I mean No
0: I hear you completely and it's funny that you're 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 talking about the whole package you know people also I think and this is again my experience after having worked with a stylist that you already have a lot of pieces in your closet you don't realize And one of the and working with a stylist and again, uh, you know, I'm speaking from the client's point of view, but you Mm -hmm. as the stylist, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I know that you can come in my closet and take three things and put them together in a way that I didn't appreciate and say that works.
1: Yes, totally, totally. That's what the wardrobe consulting is all about. I go into your closet, and I really go through every piece, and I, could, I put a million or different kinds of outfits together where you may never have thought of doing, and you would have probably been like, oh, I'm never going to wear that skirt again. But I literally wear skirts from probably my, my aunt's like, you know, a or something like that. Like that was from years ago that happens, like I said, to be in now, but maybe someone would have like thrown that out. And right. I could also, you know, you mix and match pieces together could wear a suit jacket with a denim skirt and you could update it that way. So, um, I think definitely when you do a closet purge when you're really like looking to see, am I gonna wear this? Can I wear this with something? Um, you should really have a critical eye because you could really make amazing outfits and you could also not go shopping and let your husband be mad at you. Right. Yeah. That that's <laughs> also,
0: by the way, that's also part of the psychology that you need to yeah. take care of. Yes. That is yes. that is a whole nother skill set the stylist needs to have is dealing <laughs> with the husband. From yes. Ita- <laughs> trust me, I know. from Tappenfeld is a stylist <laughs> and a personal shopper. She is a wardrobe consultant. And as a person who has been the subject of a um, consultancy in my wardrobe, I will tell you that it is not the easiest thing to have somebody else go through your closet right, and, right. and throw out all of your jean skirts.
1: Right. No, uh, I, I know. And by the way, I go, I go by everyone's budget. That's one of the first mm. questions I ask my clients is, what's your budget and where do you generally shop? Because I'm not going to go to Saks Avenue for you when you generally shop like what you said in Target Century 21 H&M where by the way that's where mostly I go and yes you can have a few key pieces from different stores you know whether it's high end or not but I never want to make someone feel like oh I have to go shopping now in the highest you know designer clothing store to look cool and to look fashionable no you don't trust me half my wardrobe is Target so (laughs) go go Target
0: (laughs) yeah seriously go Target is right you know today is also (laughs) National Redheads Day and I just bring I bring that up because as the mother of redheads and as the wife oh. of a redhead you know there there are a lot of people who are very um anti-pinks with redheads anti-red shirts oh, no. with redheads
1: can i tell you something if anything i think that first of all that's very in quote unquote but I have, for my, I have a stroller where I'm getting a footmuff to, to cover my baby in the cold, cold winter days, which I hope don't come upon us anytime soon. <laughs> but I have an all-black stroller, so I'm trying to think, what can be cool with an all-black stroller, because you could accessorize this color, but people were telling me, oh, a cherry red footmuff could be really striking. So yeah, that could be striking, but I, you know, I think I have two daughters, I have a very baby pink um, jacket for her, and I'm like, can this go together? I don't know, and you know what? It does, I think it's it's fun. It's girly. And I definitely think power to redheads go for it. We're all red. We're all pink. It doesn't matter. You could still look striking and beautiful.
0: It doesn't matter. I love that. I love that. I love putting together now that I appreciate fashion from a different angle and I have gotten rid of all of my black long sleeve gap t-shirts that are no longer black <laughs> but are like that faded gray kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> now that I have an appreciation for fashion after having been taught what to look for etc. I love colors that you wouldn't assume could go together but just right. wearing them with confidence yes w- putting on whatever you're going to put on putting it on with confidence yes. is what makes things go forward
1: Right, and that's the bottom line with anything. You just have to own it. If you're going to wear, right. let's say, an all-pink outfit with your red hair, then you just walk out confident, feeling good, and just owning it, and say, I look beautiful and amazing, and um, I'm just going to work it. And that goes really with everything that you put on. So, you know, I think definitely do it. And Go I also
0: it. I also want to make mention that you recently won a wonderful award at the Couture for a yes. Cause um, event that took place just a couple of weeks ago
1: yes yes it's such an honor and I was truly shocked and um, I feel really really good about it especially also to be associated with katorfirqua and especially with char char the organization they were um, benefiting that this this year um, so I really feel like it's a privilege and um, I feel pretty amazing about it so what was the, what you. was the
0: exact um, what was the exact award
1: um the insta style fashion um, award it's basically it was um 13 I think, insta, Instagram bloggers um, who were nominated for, I guess, Best um, Fashion, Best Insta Style. And um, it was open to the public, anyone that could vote for it. Um, the voting, though, was anonymous, and how many votes you got were anonymous. So I literally could have won by one vote. Who knows? But um, it, it, it's, it's pretty amazing. It also it, it brought people out there to... Um, knowledgeable of what the cause and what the what the event was for um and i think it was just um exciting and and getting people excited about fashion especially since it was a fashion show um and i think it because instagram is such a huge thing right now and social media is so huge um it was definitely something to incorporate and get like you know more Updated 21st century, you know, technology
0: into it. So well, I um, I agree with you, and I and people should know you have thousands. You have thousands of followers on yeah. on Instagram, which I think is wonderful, especially because I really think you're making such a kiddish Hashem. Oh, every, thank you. Every one of the pictures is cool and trendy and right. something that you can look at and say, I can do that. Right, um, and that's that makes you so real as opposed right. to putting something on there and i'm sure that that you know after going through a number of your pictures that's the message you can be right. from and you can look like this and feel good it's not unobtainable it's right there right,
1: right. it's all about being approachable and relatable and i want people to see that yeah, I put this and this together, and you can get inspiration from it, too. I get inspiration really from other bloggers as well, as well as obviously magazines. But even, let's say, if I see on a a blogger a pantsuit that's striped, let's say, and they're wearing a striped jacket with a striped pant, I think, oh, and with a denim shirt. I actually um, got inspiration from a non blogger but i was like that's so cool i'm gonna put on a striped skirt with a striped you know jacket and denim skirt and um i i just i think that's really amazing what social media has become and how people can access it and my 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 goal is for people to feel that i am real and i'm genuine and i am relatable and you can come over to me and ask me this or that or you know See that I put this and this together, and it doesn't, like I always say, it doesn't always need to be necessary. Designer this, designer that. You could mix and match and do anything, and it could look so, you know, cool and modern and trendy.
0: From okay. fashionable and fabulous is Frummy Taubenfeld. <laughs> She's a stylist, <laughs> a personal you. shopper. You can find her on Instagram. It's Frummy Taubenfeld, F R U M E E T A U B E N F E L D. Find her on Facebook. Email her, F Pelkowitz at gmail.com. From me I gotta
1: put po- my, my email address Yeah, I was seriously. To my husband
0: about it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta update that. But thank you <laughs> so much for joining me. You're an thank absolute you so pleasure. much for having me. A uh, pleasure and kola Kavo to you and continued great work. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. you you've been listening to that live. I feel so trendy right now. I am the right I know. It's like, you know, I'm in it. All right. It's cool. We are um, in about 30 seconds or so. Rami's going to pull up a uh, a wonderful Ohad selection in the background. We're going to listen to Lamelech off of Ohad, the Segula. Um, album that has been produced by David Fadida, who is certainly becoming my best friend. Um, they are working together with us on our Paris event, and we thank them both tremendously. Ohad, who was on yesterday with Nahum on JM and the AM, he is just amazing, and I and I thank them both for their continued hard work. You've been listening to That's live here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Do not miss what is coming up for the rest of the day. Nahum will be hosting the live lunch, which just begins in a few... Oh, There we are. By the way, I just want to let you know, just as nice as Ohad seems on the air, he really is that nice in real life. He is just, he is a really, really wonderful person. The live lunch will be on from 11 to 1. Nahum will be torturing me probably for those full two hours, so don't miss it. You don't want to miss that kind of uh, good times. And then the um, stunt show is hosted by Leora Zamek. Leora has a crazy story about somebody who finds this entire family of his that he had been living next to for the last you know, a couple of doors down for years and not realizing that they were related. He has, She has a number of wonderful stories. You don't want to miss that. The Throwback Thursday includes, um, um, uh, what's it called? Przansky. Josh Przansky is on the Throwback Thursday. He's a good friend of ours here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Do not miss that. That is TBT moment. Tomorrow morning, Nachum hosts JM and the AM live here on the stream. JM and the AM.org. Malcolm Holine and the weekly update. a.m. Do not miss it. And I have a feeling, Nahum, will have another update for you in terms of our event in Paris. Naomi, table for two, 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. She recorded her show at the Food Bloggers Conference. that was earlier this week before Kosher Fest, including Chef Eitan Bernath. He is that cute kid who's a really great chef. You don't want to miss that. She also did a wonderful job at Kosher Fest and we are so proud of her. She had a wonderful, wonderful uh, showing yesterday as well. Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami is Matzei Shabbos at 9 p.m. Rabbi Y.Y. Y. Jacobson hosts Eternal Flame at 10, and David Lichtenstein hosts Headlines at 11. Sunday morning, J.M. Sunday with Matis from 7 to 9 in the morning. Again, this is Ohad with Lamelech. It's track number 5 off of Segula. We look forward to hearing more from Ohad. And hearing more about Paris in the upcoming weeks. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys homas soll der ja lois yo lois yo